It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. Happy New Year, Podcastia. Sasso is here with the new year. Oh, that rhymes. Like that, huh? <laughs> I was working very hard on that rhyme. Well, we wanted to just let you know a little bit about what we did during Patriots Week. So we're going to kind of do a week in review to let you know all the exciting things that you might have missed. Yeah. And if you did miss it, it's a shame because it was amazing. It was a fantastic week. It was a weird year this year as far as the dates of New Year's and Christmas because Christmas fell on a Monday. Ugh, I didn't like that. Which was weird because it felt like a Sunday. And then you were at Tuesday and you felt like, wait a minute. <laughs> felt like Sunday again. <laughs> what day is this? Yeah, it was just weird. But anyway, there was a lot going on. And some of the things we we're talking about happened throughout the week. We just happened to choose to go on a certain day. For example, one of the things we did was a tour of St. Michael's Episcopal Church, which is an amazing space. Oh, man. You have no idea if you've never even looked at the building, what an amazing building this is. Not only historically, but architecturally, the graves that are there, the stained glass windows that are there. And of course, the docent that is also a parishioner, but also kind of does a lot of the recording of historical documents and so on. Yeah. Harry. Harry, Harry's outrageous. He's a font of information and history about this building. I mean, just to give you one little tidbit, the main building is where the Hessians stayed and camped during the Revolutionary War. It is actually the same exact building. It's not been knocked down and rebuilt. It is the building that the Hessians stayed in. <laughs> and that alone, to me, is an amazing fact. You know, you can go down in the cellar and there's yeah. graves under the building. It's really, really cool. It's yeah. such a cool building. You can see an original beam made out of a tree trunk that's supporting the building. It's just fantastic. It's a fantastic tour. They have documents there that were the hymnals and the papers from those days when people went there to worship during the 1700s. And he also will explain other things like the building across the street. There's a Catholic church across the street, which used to be a house that Colonel Rawl stayed in. That's just amazing, amazing history. You are literally at the crossroads of the American Revolution right there in that spot. Definitely. But I encourage you to go on a tour there, contact the church. I know Harry would be happy to take you around to see the Tiffany windows and the chapel and everything that the church has to offer. And then we did the pub crawl, and that was fantastic. We started at the Lobby Club, thanks to Jim Gordon. Shout out to Jim Gordon. The Lobby Club was open for cocktails, Mm -hmm. and all of Trenton showed up. Oh, man. (laughs) It felt like all of Trenton. It felt like all of Trenton. I mean, there was at least 50 people there. It was very, very crowded, and it was wonderful. And we had some visitors coming, too, which was nice. We had uh, some of our friends from Bucks County come down. Right. Not our friends, but their friends now. Well, their friends now. Shout out to Kyle and Val and Jeff, who actually are going to be coming on the show soon to talk about their experience in Trenton. There was another couple 
who came down just because they happened to be in Yardley, Pennsylvania, and they had nothing to do after they were running their errands. And they said, oh, look, there's a pub crawl tonight. Let's head out. That's right. And I remember the gentleman asking me, do you guys all know each other? Because <laughs> everybody that walked in, we were like, hey, Jim. Hey, Marge. Hey. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to understand, this is a really small town. And That's it really, right. we pretty much all almost know each other. So that was a great night. So we started at Lobby Club. And then we went on to Smokehouse. And that was great. That was great. And then Reggie was on point. Yes, he was working. You could get something to eat. You can get a drink. You can socialize. And that's what Trenton's all about. And it went on after that. Another thing we did was the planetarium. Now, we've been in Trenton since 2003. And we have never been to the planetarium. We've been to the State Museum. But we've never been to the planetarium. So they were running three shows during the day. One was called The Magic Tree. One was called Agora. And the last one was called Season of Light. And all three shows were also doing an explanation of what the night sky would have looked like on the night Washington crossed the Delaware. What Washington would have seen looking up into the heavens. It was fantastic. The Season of Light was really good, too. And that was packed. I mean, it was there was kids there. There was adults there. It was just a, a fantastic show. And I'm like, oh, my God, we haven't seen this ever. Right. Not only that, but the museum and the planetarium has beautiful exhibits, too, about archaeological digs that's in the museum. Mm-hmm. They also have information about space in the planetarium. So, again, I highly recommend going there. There's also going to be a concert there at the theater at the State Museum where they put on shows. And I believe the Philharmonic is going to be doing something there. I believe. I think that's right. So there's a lot going on at the State Museum. Hmm. And that's a great, great space and very accessible, very easy to walk around and enjoy. Another thing we did is the State House tour. That place is immaculate. It's so clean. Immaculate. I mean, we were running our fingers over ledges that were high up over our heads and there was no dust, there was no soot, there was no grime, there was no nothing. It was so clean and pristine. Not a speck of dust. But a bit of advice for you, if you plan on doing a tour, you must register. Because I didn't realize that. And we showed up for a noon tour. Yeah, waiting there. <laughs> and people are like, hi, can I help you? And we're like, we're here for the tour. And they're like, oh, we don't think there's a tour schedule for noon. Yeah, and we're like, yes, there is. It says noon right here. But they was like, oh, did you register? Oh, no, no I didn't. Well, no. Because I kind of skim over things. I don't read all the information. So I, I get it wrong sometimes. But what's lovely is People were more than gracious and like, oh, we'll give you a tour. We'll find somebody to give you a tour. And who gave us a tour? I'm looking at this woman saying, you look really familiar. What's your name? Sheila Temkin. Sheila Temkin. That's oh, right. From Temkin goodness. Restaurant Supply on South Broad Street. Yes. Her dad and her granddad had that place for yes. years and years and years. Yes. And we hadn't seen her since 2008. Six. I, I think so. We. This is one of the the neighbors that we were fighting the Leewood development. They wanted to knock down her grandfather's store that's been there supplying restaurant supplies for eighty years, and they just wanted to demolish it. And we saved it. She is now. Uh, well, she has been a docent at 
the State Museum. And she took us around on a private tour, and it was fantastic. I highly recommend a tour just to see these very historic areas because some of the building is original, and then, of course, it got added on to, and it's got some beautiful, beautiful woodwork and marble and chandeliers and lighting and tiles and and portraits. It's just amazing, amazing, amazing building. Right. And by we, we don't mean Christina and I. We mean we. There was like a lot of other people involved in this fight from of this developer. So yeah, we, the neighborhood. I mean, yeah, we. <laughs> oh, you said we saved it. Well, no, we, we were we, part of it. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Remember the newsletter we used to make? Yes. Yes. Was before, now, we're before, now we're doing a podcast. We had three. 300 readers of our I newsletter. I know. We used to hand a deliver them. A physical newsletter. And send them out. Oh, my goodness. It was a lot. Oh, what about the battles? Oh, I love the, the battles. battles. I love the battles. So there was the crossing of Washington over the Delaware, which happens on December 25th. And that's up in Washington's Crossing. They actually cross on barges and then they make their way down to Trenton and they go to the barracks and they come down State Street to surprise the Hessians at the barracks where the Hessians are staying. They go to the Battle Monument and then march down from the Battle Monument to Mill Hill Park. And all the time they're firing muskets. It's amazing. They're really firing, not real musket balls, but they're using the gunpowder and all that. And it's loud and the cannons going. Do they reenact surprising the Hessians at the barracks? I don't think they do that. That would be very compelling. Maybe they do that. I know the barracks is, we've never gone to the barracks and seen that. I wonder if they actually reenact that. I know that they do go to the barracks. They take a break after the battle. Yeah, and they right, go to right. The, they both hang out there. Right, right, right. The Hessians and the British. Right, and there oh, are not the British, the Americans. There are things happening at the barracks. For example, they right. they do bread making demonstrations. There are tours of the barracks. There's talks that go on there, and so right, on. So right. I'm not sure because we couldn't cover everything. Really, if there's so much going on during the week, you would be busy every single day. Right, absolutely. Um, from morning till evening. Absolutely, no so doubt about it. you could make a vacation out of it for sure. And actually, we met a couple that did do that. They came down from about an hour and a half away. An hour and a half away, right. Pennsylvania came every single day. We saw them every day there. They're coming on the show too. Yes, To talk yes. about their experience. Shout out to Mike and Hanan. Right. They will be coming on the show soon to talk about their experiences in Trenton. Yes. And they were a lovely couple, very into history. So Saturday was all the battles. There were many battles happening around that time. So they had the surprise attack on Christmas Day. And then you have the battles that happened after and the history that followed because of those battles and the surprise attack. There are tours happening also downtown where people are explaining the history of the time and what was happening with the British army and what happened to them and where they got trapped and where they didn't make it in time and blah, blah, blah. All that is done in the history tours and the walking tours that were also happening downtown during this Patriots Week. There was also a quill making class. There were talks about what people drank at the time. Mm. And there were talks about a bunch of different things at different locations. For example, at the Ellerslie Museum, there was something going on at the public library. Library, mm-hmm. as I said, the barracks. So this isn't just things that we experienced. We didn't get to make it to everything. There's also a cemetery tour at the Presbyterian Church. Right. We, we didn't make that. It's just because there's just so much happening. So you almost have to pick and choose. There's stuff for kids. There's stuff for adults. There's stuff for 
people want to walk around. However, we did make the Hogmanay event at the Trent House. Yes. On Saturday, yes. 2 o'clock. So we went to the first battle. We caught the tail end of the first battle. We went to Hogmanay, which is the Scottish celebration of the new year. We have bonfires going and the Greater Trenton Pipe and Drum Group come out and play the bagpipes, my favorite instrument. Why is that? <laughs> The bagpipe is I your love favorite when they instrument. Go, <laughs> 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 constant drone. <laughs> and you like that. It doesn't really get my toe tapping. I don't know. I love it. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, God. I love and can it. Can I play more than Amazing Grace, by the way? Yes. Is that the played, only song I can play? They played a bunch of songs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Na, 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 na. That, they played that. They did? Yeah. Da, yeah. Da, 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 yes. That one. Yes. Oh, I remember that. They played other songs too. It's very evocative. You feel like you're in the moors. I like the saxophone. Hi- I like you, the saxophone. You feel like you're in the highlands of Scotland at the Loch. <laughs> the Loch. The Loch. Like you're the laird of the castle. Mm. <laughs> the laird of the castle. Yes. The Lord of the Castle. Yes. Sean Connery was Scottish, wasn't he? I thought he was Welsh. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. I know Marge Caldwell Wilson is Scottish. I know. And she was there. She, she never lets it. you forget it. Uh, good. She was there in her plaid, <laughs> and she gave a talk about her childhood in Scotland and what they used to do on New Year's Eve. Right. You had to clean the house from top to bottom. Right. To start the new year. And she did that, she told me. Yes. And then there was the guy that you thought was Terry West. That was clearly not Terry West. <laughs> I know, but he was. He was. Oh, God. Like, so, you thought that guy was Terry West? Because he was bending over. Right. And that's how you knew it was him. <laughs> that looks like Terry to me. <laughs> was, I know that ass anywhere. He was wearing a kilt. And he was bending <laughs> He was bending over in his kilt. Oh, it must be Terry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Terry, we, we, we can't wait till you come on the show, Terry. <laughs> when he stood up, I said, oh, that's not Terry. <laughs> so you see a guy bending over in a kilt. Oh, it's Terry West. What gave it away? <laughs> and then he stands up. Oh, it's not Terry. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> so you're apparently getting a kilt soon, too. Yes. That's right. I have a friend here in Trenton that she heard I wanted a kilt and she's like, I can make you yeah, one. Yeah, started ordering fabric already. I know, she showed me fabric. What the, whoa, like, whoa, wow, she's this serious. Is, this is at the lobby. Wait, wait, how much is this going to cost? <laughs> this is at the lobby club. That's we, right, the lobby we club. We started talking about it. The pub crawl. Right. Well, we actually started talking about it at the house tour on December 2nd. Right. And um, she remembered <laughs> when I saw it at the lobby clubs. This is a small town. So I mean, I, <laughs> if you're looking for a city experience with like a country vibe, it come to, yeah, come to Trenton, right? Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Hogmanay, we did the second battle. And then that night was the firewalk, which harkens back to the time when Washington set all these bonfires along the Assunpink Creek. So cool. To trick the British into yeah. thinking that all his troops were camping for the night. But meanwhile, he was sneaking up. He was already in Princeton. He was sneaking up to Princeton. <laughs> and he woke up and was like, oh, no, they were so only then, 10 miles away. So then in the morning, all the British were ready to attack the camp at the Assunpink. Right. And nobody was there. <laughs> Fires burning. So they had to then try to make their way up to Princeton with 
the battle was already being raged there and won by the Continental Army. It's amazing how those fires kept burning for so long. Mm. There, was, there was nobody there. Well, they knew how to set a fire back in those days. Well, maybe Washington just like told like two of his guys. But it would be like this too. It would, if you were setting a, a campfire, eventually the campfire would go out because while you were sleeping. And again, that was a great night. And we saw all our friends and our neighbors. They do a reading of Thomas Paine's The Crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reenactors does that by candlelight. The yes. whole thing. He reads the whole thing. He reads the whole thing by candlelight. <laughs> I thought he was on his phone. I'm like, look at this guy. He's on his phone. No. No, he was reading it he out of He was reading the- out of a pamphlet, <laughs> yeah, just pamphlet. like the time. <laughs> he was reading it by candlelight, the poor guy. Well, we saw a woman dressed up in colonial garb on- with a cell phone. Right, but she was off duty. <laughs> off duty. Right. And then there was other activities on Sunday, which was actually New Year's Eve day. They had things at the Friends Meeting House and so right, on, right. which we did not attend. But as I said, yeah, we couldn't go to, every single go to everything. Right. So then we capped off the week with our New Year's Eve celebration. We've made it a tradition now. Right. We go to the War Memorial to see and hear the Capitol Philharmonic's concert, New right. Year's Eve concert. And it, actually, this year was the 10-year anniversary. That's right. Yeah. So there was a big celebration. To the date. To the date. 10 years, 10 years. We had champagne after the concert, champagne and a jazz trio played. It was really a wonderful evening. Got to see John Hatch, although he didn't play the triangle. He didn't play the triangle, but anybody who listened to that podcast was giggling in the audience. Yeah, the last episode. Because we did hear the lady play the triangle. Yeah, she was was rocking on that piece of metal. (laughs) And then the man played it too. Yeah, listen, I still don't think you need any kind of talent whatsoever to play the triangle. You don't. They're not just playing the triangle okay, they're also fine, playing the percussion was the they're triangle the played was the triangle played yes okay. but the guy and the woman who played the triangle also played the xylophone the drums and the big big drum fantastic and you then there still was have the, a guy did in you the know back the piano is also a percussion instrument i thought it was a string instrument no it's well, percussion 55 years i thought it was a string instrument wrong it's percussion right it anyway was, you can still have somebody in the back hitting a triangle and you wouldn't even know the difference it was a great concert. It was such a lovely way to spend a New Year's Eve. It's elegant. People get dressed up. You don't have to get dressed up, but it's fun to get dressed up and, yeah. and just celebrate. It's such a beautiful, beautiful concert hall, too. It's oh, so historic setting. and gorgeous. The tile, lighting, and everything is just amazing. And there's also the Colonial Ball, which is a big hit. Which we missed. But- right. We missed it, but it is going on. People literally get dressed up in colonial garb. Right. You don't have to. If you go into a colonial ball where most of the people are dressed up in colonial garb, you really should get dressed up in colonial Right, but not everybody can sew I and get it. find you could rent and have something. access to that kind of I thing. Guess. But they dress up and they dance the way it would have been back right. in the day at the Masonic Temple. Which Out is of all-, all the things that are going on, people have said that that was their favorite thing. Right. Yeah. And it's actually a beautiful space. We've had an event that we had our Podstock event in that space. And it is a gorgeous, gorgeous space. And if you ever can do a tour of that building, that is also a very historic tour. They have museums upstairs with historic artifacts. And it's just a beautiful architectural gem in Trenton. It was a busy week. We're looking forward to a great new year in Trenton. Good things happening here. Different businesses are opening up. I think we have a new coffee shop opening up downtown. We have a new restaurant opening up downtown. Yeah. 
a wine, wine bar, bar, and of course all our standbys that we love: Smokehouse, the Lobby Club, mm-hmm. Skillet. Skillet is great. Oh my goodness, they are so good. Yes, very good. I had the uh, chicken and waffles, mm-hmm. and I had just recently the Skillet special, which is what eggs and peppers and home fries. A really good hearty breakfast. Mm. Oh, and don't forget now we can call a part of Warren Street Joe Festa Way. Joe Festa is the mayor of Warren Street downtown. He has a barbershop. It's been there for like 60 years it's been there. Yeah. State yeah. barbershop. Quite a character. Yeah, they named, named the street after him. Good. Joe Festa Way. Yes. Right in front of Starbucks. And, and then it goes to Lafayette. Big celebration that day. It was wonderful. wonderful. You can Google that. Google Joe Festa Way. F-E-S-T-A way joe festaway google that and uh in google images and you can see all the pictures from that day. and we have our joe festaway t-shirts yes thank you tara yes his daughter his daughter very cool good stuff i think that's about it yeah looking forward to our next guest yes that is about it this has been yet another episode of trenton waves sasso's, sasso's out, out. You've been listening to the trenton waves podcast visit us online at trentonwaves.com and this year happened to be the 10th anniversary to the date of the beginning of the capital the capital philharmonic emergence what are you trying to say because it sounds like you're making it up as you go <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm trying to say so we capped off the week with a concert at the war memorial to celebrate New Year's Eve. It was also a celebration of their 10 year anniversary when they started to that date, New Year's Eve, 10 years ago. Whose anniversary? The Capital City Philharmonic. Take this from the very top, please. It just sounds like you're saying a lot of stuff and you're trying to <laughs> sew it together as you're saying it.